You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. All right, everybody. This is what it is. It's it. What is it? Very profound. Yeah, man. I try to pretend it's, it's like deeper God, than it is. Like God, I am what I am. Well, I'm not. Well, wait a minute. I never said I was a golden god. Mm. Welcome to America's number one podcast, as voted on by Canadians. This is a little show we call Lust for Life. I'm, of course, your host, the dog at 28th Street. Uh, with my new moniker. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I'm just sticking with it, man, until someone calls me out, man. I mean, what you call that? me out now, I'll change it right now, man. What's the uh, 28th Street thing? Because I live on 28th Street. Right now. You weren't, like, born and raised there. I wasn't born. But let's just say this. Jordan Belfront wasn't born on Wall Street. He's born somewhere in goddamn Long Island, my friend. But who wants to be named after, like, Walnut Drive? You can't be the wolf of Walnut Drive. I mean, that's probably... I've been to Long Island. Those are what the names are. Um, I have a throat issue. Benj has a throat issue. It's the sick episode. This could be... I mean, who knows? This could be the epidemic episode. It's this true. could be... The Lone Survivor might be our, <laughs> our guest and our third mic. Let's just introduce everyone, and then we'll get to the jibber-jabber. Okay, oh, babies. Okay. I'm looking straight in the eyes of my right hand. His name is Benji Suswan. Some people call him Sweet Wine. Some people call him Ace Sweet, 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 Sweet Wine. Or Triple Sweet. I think you added a sweet right there. Hey, baby, I get greedy. I liked it. I like to add I liked it. I like to throw that shit in there. This is my bro. I also call this man brother. That's what I call him, baby. We're brothers, my man. It sounds like we should. Man, I've said it before. We got to do it. Let's do a Blood Brothers episode. We all just cut ourselves. Just whoa, like whoa, whoa. in the 80s, they used to do that. I mean, this is like 82 before <laughs> we knew what the fuck was going on with AIDS. But you'd watch a bunch of kids on like a, like a late TV. Not like a late night show, like a Skinamax. But I'm saying like uh, ABC 10 p.m. on a Friday. There's like a show called The Lottery. And for some reason, they showed these kids. We're Blood Brothers. Somehow these like six-year-olds have like a machete <laughs> in the middle of like Denver. And they're cutting themselves and huge, huge gashes in their hands. And they're rubbing it. That's not safe. That's not safe. Don't do that, kids. And I wanted kids listening. To, I want yeah, all you eight-year-olds in Denver with machetes. Don't do that. Um, I wanted to do that, and my my family was like, "Who, who are you going to be a blood brother with? You don't have any friends." And that's when Ooh. reality set in. Ooh. Aww, I didn't think it through. Kid. Lonely kid. Just high five yourself. Yeah, you can't do it to <laughs> Stephanopoulos. He don't exist. With us, I don't know how many times he's been on. It's never enough. With us. The one, the only, the Lake Show, Chris Laker. Yo, what's up? I think this is three. This is three. This is three. Uh, I did that. I did that Blood Brother shit. Really? When did you do it? Like seventh grade, or second year of seventh grade or eighth grade. <laughs> second year. Wait, yeah, wait how many I years moved, did you go to seventh grade? Only two. Oh, all right. Oh, that's normal. But I, I I'm, I, I'm. It was after I moved to the suburbs. I was living in. I lived in New York. That didn't go down. You moved out to the suburbs. All of a sudden, everybody's got a knife. Everyone really? does. Yeah, out there, everybody thinks New York's crazy. You go to the suburbs. They're mean to cats, and every kid's got a friggin' buck knife on them for some reason. Yeah, why do people have to fuck with? Like, I'm not a cat fan. I'm allergic to those assholes. Even though I've admitted, I've had, I've, I have dreams of my ex girlfriend's cats more than I have dreams of her. Ooh. Her cats and her tits, but that sounds like a country song. Was that, <laughs> Super Tramp, was that George Jones back in the day? Her cats and her tits? 
Man, I haven't made Super Tramp laugh in about eight episodes. It really <laughs> fucks me up. There you go. Hey, <laughs> subliminally. Yeah, but in the suburbs, they love fucking like putting firecrackers and cats. I had a buddy back in Vegas who would put firecrackers and, and cats' butts. I wasn't there, so Peter, don't fuck with me. These are legendary stories. And it, it makes no sense. Yeah. I think it's because they put off doing drugs an extra couple of years, and then they just so they just get out their aggression. release. Yeah, you're saying they're not on drugs when they put firecrackers in cats' booties. I know we did drugs too. I didn't. I didn't do that to cats. I never was abusive to animals. I always like stood back and was like, I'm not. I'm not in. It. And everybody was like, What's the problem? And uh, I would just. Uh, but I was never down with. They, that. they didn't know it was a problem. They thought it was funny. I I I hung out with. I think my parents are very nice people, but I only wanted to hang out with like uh, people that had like abusive or neglectful parents because those are the houses you can party at. Mm. And this you is know? early. People do not know this. Chris Laker is one of those guys who got in and got out when it came to the partying, um, drinking too much drugs, very early age, and then you got out at an early 12 age. 12 to 21. And then a lot of comics done. have that. Like, I think Robert Kelly, Jim Norton, a lot of them have been clean since, like, 20 and that, and which shocks people. Right. When you get a head start, you need to fucking well, quit early, too. Well, clean, <laughs> clean, you know, I, uh, you see, after about, if you don't drink for about 10 years, you can smoke a little bit of weed. They don't tell you that in AA. They don't. You got to come to me for that info. <laughs> They'd have more people at meetings if they told them that, but uh, you know, give, give people some hope. That is the mysterious 13th step. Right. It's like a rumor. What is this 13th step? You're only on the fifth one, Gina. Right. Relax. No, 13th, well, 13th step in meetings is that's when you, when you have sex with like, uh, the, the chicks that are just showing up all confused, which mm. that, that's, why you, that's why you go to meetings. I've toyed with going to uh, AA just to get laid, to be quite honest. Wow. Dude, now, if you're really, if you're, if you're not, like, like, I did that, but I had a problem, too. So I, 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 who's the victim there? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, but if you go there just to prey on people, that's kind of creepy. I'm not going to, not to pray. Don't say, like, look, I'm going to have. roofing them. <laughs> now, all of a sudden, I'm a fucking monster. Look at, no. I, no, I just figured it's a good way to talk to girls, man. I mean, I'm damaged. I'm fucking not right. I mean, I'm not like a, a... I'm sure one day I'll have to go to a fucking meeting. Why not? It'll be you great. You think so? Well, who knows? I don't think you... you don't For have what? To, you, you alcohol? Man, barbiturates. I'm fucking up with them. <laughs> I'm taking at least a half a bottle of Flintstone vitamins every fucking day. Remember when that was a thing? People were getting high on Flintstone vitamins? No. No, that never happened. I knew a couple kids at junior high trying to... Do, I don't like this gang up here. Because you're making up... I'm not... I'm talking the goddamn truth here. <laughs> you're making up what happened in the 90s. <laughs> I could. <laughs> Only one who had fucking remembers Laker. He'd be like, oh, that show Lottery was on NBC on Saturdays, 9.30. Right. Lie to me. Um, no, I just figured, I don't know, because I got, I totally would go into meetings years ago because I was going through a mental thing. And when I was drinking, it brought out the mental thing. Like more, my OCD. I was at a point I could not leave the house. I'm not lying. Mm. I was living in Hoboken, not trying to brag. And what was the fear or what was going through your head when that was not making I have it? still not been ready to uh, tell everyone this, to be quite honest. Uh, are, you, are you ready right now? No, no, not right now. Come on. Don't give me th- All of a sudden, this became an intervention on me and my fears yeah. and shit. What do you have to lose? No, this was I years was, ago. Year, years, like two years ago. Years. Not enough so what you, if I re-trigger? Was it a fear of lacrosse shorts? <laughs> you were in Hoboken, stuck in your apartment. I thought maybe... That it might have something to do with it, but uh, I had a roommate who would work out um, you would be home watching the ball game and he would show up 
uh, who, who's winning the game? He knows nothing about sports other than one particular college basketball team. That's it. We'll leave it like that. And within two minutes, you said, yeah, the Bengals are moving the ball, but Dalton is not confident in the red zone. Before you could say red zone, he would be down to his uh, skivvies and on the ground doing crunches and moaning in front of you. And it was the weirdest thing. You would think you would want to leave your apartment. I, I, that helped, helped me go to the shrink, I'll tell you that. It's like, oh, I think I could get to Brooklyn by six. <laughs> so that's what that was. But the booze was triggering me. Mm. Like, I would drink, and then it was just too fucking much. And then I, I couldn't look people in the eyes and all that shit. And so I, uh, I, I quit drinking, basically, for a few months. And when I did, it was just very light. It'd be like a glass of wine or that. And I did toy. I remember grabbing our dear friend Dustin, who was on the podcast with us, and just felt it out with him. I'm like, man, do you know meetings? I might want to go. And then part of me was like, I'm so shy and crippled with fear with women. We're all vulnerable at AA. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. No, so I'm not like a predator. I, I think people think I'm a fucking nah, bigger dude. Don Juan than I am. <laughs> I think my inner circle knows I'm damaged. Yes, I've hooked up a bit. And I think there might be a slight reputation. I got Olayed the other day because I think a girl thinks I'm a fucking lunatic with, with, and I just run through them and shit. I got Olayed and then I got complimented after. That's always weird. Like, I think it's a good thing. You have wonderful eyes. Think. Wait a minute. You just didn't right. want to hook up. What the fuck does this mean? You can't flirt with me after telling me to go fuck myself. That's, that's kind of... Who 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 is that? Some broad. What's your name? First and last. <laughs> What's your number? <laughs> no, listen. First of all, AA is not as good as NA to meet chicks. Oh, Narcotics more Anonymous is the better place to meet. That's 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 where I met my ex-wife, and I, but I I did very well there because there the dudes there. Dudes in AA, there's like stockbrokers in there and shit. You don't want to mess around with that. There's successful people there. Mm. NA, yeah, you're not gonna look dude. You there. will. You and me. Will be like, like these CEOs walking in there. That's right. Yeah, but I've never done drugs. So you tell me, start getting a drug problem now. Alcohol is a drug, man. It, but it's not a narcotic. Yeah, but it's okay. Just go. We'll, you could fake it. Listen, I, I we'll go there and meet chicks. I was I, most theatrical, class of '96, Shepherd High you School. You just, you just go. You just, you, you just want to go meet chicks anyway. I'll go with you, and I got a girlfriend and everything. But I'll wingman you at the NA meeting, and and you know. Let me just we'll say this. Chicks. Look at that. He is the greatest wingman ever. Um, you got to smoke cigarettes, though. I can't inhale, though, so they'll know I'm a fucking phone. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I tried years ago. In, in college, we would show up to parties, and uh, all my boys had, like, hot rods and that. I'm driving, like, a fucking Oldsmobile Omega 83. What, what, bitches? <laughs> um, just so much ass getting around. <laughs> not, no, not happening there. So we'd show up to parties, and I'd show up with, like, a little bottle of Jim Beam. And a big gulp. And I just pour right in the big gulp in front of people. I'd be, I'd be like, this is going to be very obscure. Okay. Charlie and Chris might get it. I don't expect you to. It's not a, a knock on anything, Benj. There's a movie in the 80s called Can't Buy Me Love. It's like a very good B movie. Yeah. And there's a one dude who would walk into the party and goes, the man is here. Let the party begin. I was like a poor man's version of that. I would just like get everyone's attention, pour the Jim Beam into the super big gulp of uh, Mountain Dew or Dr. Pepper, down it in two sips, go do two keg stands. Woo, I'm the life of the party. Then I would go out front with a whole court on my buddy's old Mustang, and they, I'd grab one of their goddamn Lucky Strikes, no filters. I'd be like, you think you can fuck with us? We just pound whiskey and do beer and, and smoke no filters. And then one person goes, oh, yeah, Mr. Tough Guy, with your no filter? You know you're not inhaling that no filter? 
right then I, I quit smoking. Oh, man, you must have had high school made. I was Patrick Dempsey in that movie. That was me. That was This was college, so it was a little fucking put up. That's the voice of our guest who we're about to bring on, Charlie Gata. Here's an interesting story. He found a phone in a taxi, called the girl, and interesting rabbit hole shit happens. I don't want to spoil it now. We're teasing it because we're still a little bit old radio. But that's why I don't smoke. I always wanted to smoke. Yeah. Well, I, I don't smoke anymore, but if you wanted to go to the, to the N.A. meetings, I would, you know, I would smoke for that. N.A. Yeah. I have a feeling those girls at N.A. would then say, yeah, they were N.A. They were not available. Hey-o! Hey. Not soon enough. All right. This has been an interesting start to the show. Man. Tramp, let's be real. Our throats. How rough is it? You can handle it? That's a different change. I mean, people like this podcast. God bless you. You listen. Gonna mix up the sounds. Now there's a little diversity for you. Led Zeppelin couldn't keep playing blues rock the whole time. This is, this is our Houses of the Holy. All right? This is like hearing a reggae song out of fucking nowhere in a James Brown knockoff. This is our Houses of the Holy. All right? You'll still get over the hills of far away. You'll get that shit. You'll get the ocean. But right now, fucking rain song. Deal with it, baby. Deal with it. That's exactly so, what I was thinking. Exactly. This is what it's about. So we're going to bring on Charlie. We're going to also discuss other ways to go to N.A. and pick up. Ch- you, all right, real quick. I just, I, this is what I was going to bring up for a second, too. Lakers, the greatest wingman of all time. I may or may not have had a problem a while back, a few months ago, with um, trying to get rid of some girl who may or may not just been randomly going to gigs of mine, which was freaking me out. This is uh, over the summer, if you remember that. And... Um, like it was, you, you, you know how you get rid of her? Someone else needs to fuck her. He goes, I would, but I got a fucking girlfriend. But that's how much I care for you. I go, you're the greatest <laughs> team player in the history of team players. Like that's, that, a good, that's a good way to do it also. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Like, now we got to go find some fucking kid and get him to fucking to do that for you. That's a fucking friend is all I'm fucking saying. Always like, yeah, I got a girl. I'll go to NA with you, and, but I, mean, I can't do nothing. That's my fucking boy. Always trying to fucking handle it for me. Always trying to get his boys laid. That's a real motherfucker. That's, that, that just makes the world a better place if everybody's fucking, you know? And look at his smile. He's not bullshitting that. That's real deal. Holy, f- You gotta like that I'm still screaming like a fucking banshee with no voice. Because I give a shit for this show. We're all still... Benji's fighting a cold. He's pounding fucking tea. Is that tea or coffee? That's tea. You got damn right. Laker hasn't been sick since 1883. He wasn't even born then, but he don't give a fuck. You know why? Because when he smoked, he inhaled. And that shit was good for him. No filter. <laughs> we'll be back with the mighty Charlie motherfucking Gator. He got invited. I'm going to let you know. Got invited to a sex party. God damn it. We're going to have a sex party later. I mean, we need to get girls first because right. that'll be weird. Right. No offense we'll to anyone who to does NA. that. We'll get, pick up some chicks. Pick up some chicks. We'll be rock stars. We'll be the wolves of 28th Street and we'll get a loose. <laughs> See you in a minute, baby. Lost four. Lost. Boo, 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 boo. We is rolling, baby. We are back with us, the one, the only, our mighty guest, coming from the deep south, Charlie Gator. I don't know why thank I said you. That. Thank and you. Thank you for being here. I'm, I, I like that people are from the south, so I like to, to always throw that Where in. Where are you from? Yeah, I'm from North Carolina, uh, middle Good. of nowhere, North Carolina. Yeah. Not Charlotte. Benji just gave me a look like, don't you know the deep, deep south. south? And the first thing out of his mouth was north, so... Yes, oh, that's a valid point. But if you're not Charlotte or the Triangle... We try to differentiate ourselves from those horrible rednecks that live south of us. Right. Okay, you can't just lump it all together. That's why I don't like the Carolina Panthers. I'm not going to be lumped in with Myrtle Beach, okay? Uh Yeah, I didn't realize. They did that to get the market of both states. Smart move. 
Because there's that great trivia question. There's like three or four sports teams that are not named after a city or a state. Carolina is not a state. North Carolina is a state. South Carolina is a state. Right. Carolina is up there with the New England Patriots. New England. Golden and the Golden state. state Warriors, which is a bunch of bullshit. I Golden hate state. anything that's not a city. Because it's like you're in a city or cl- next to a city if you're a sports team. Just be that. Nobody, everybody's going to still, if it was the Boston Patriots, that whole stupid region isn't going to still. Oh, those six states, yes. Yeah. It's because they moved them from playing in Boston to Foxborough. Yeah. And remember, they almost moved to Hartford about a decade ago. And if that would have happened, they would have been the New England Patriots still, and Boston was going to try and get an expansion team. That's Uh. a different thing. Here's what I don't like, and then we're going to dig into the story. I don't like this. We were the Phoenix Cardinals, but we want the whole state of Arizona. We're the Arizona Cardinals. Do do you think people in Tucson, everyone in Tucson is going to root for the team in fucking Phoenix? And they're not going to just root for them because now they're, oh, now they represent the whole state. Get the fuck out of here. What about the, uh, the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? That was just for more money. There's more money in having L.A. in it. tap into the L.A. market. Yeah, it's smart. I got in a huge Get fight with Dodger my roommate, fans. Greg, about, he's like, the Giants should be called the New, Jer- New York, New Jersey Giants. I and go, no, because they will lose money. Yes. Because so there's more money in the name New York and more money in the, the name Super L.A. Bowl, though. It's the well, New York, New Jersey Super Bowl. I mean, they, they can't lie. It's played in fucking New Jersey. <laughs> you think it should be the New Jersey Super Bowl? No, but everyone's going to stay and get drunk in New York. Yeah. Who's going to be hanging out in Trenton that fucking week? <laughs> yeah, let's get loose down in Camden. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Come on, New Brunswick is hot tonight. Go. <laughs> Eat the part. Oh, the parties. There's going to be great parties. All right, we regress. We got Charlie here. See, I get a Southerner in. You debated him being Southern. We just talked football for 10 fucking minutes. That's Southern shit. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Whether it was Southern or not, it was still just hickish. Hickish can be what town? It's called New Bern, which I I love my town of New Bern, but, you know, you can't go back there after 40 or hang out after 9 p.m. You just fall asleep. Yeah, it's one of those towns, right? Just nothing happened. Fucking, yeah, I've been out there, baby. Golf, baby, golf. Everyone does golf in North Carolina. So... Let's get to this thing. Now, how long have you been out in New York? I lived in New York since 99. 99. I, yeah, I moved up here to do comedy, and right around the time that just about the whole world moved up here to do comedy. And uh, I was in a, a good, solid relationship, and I put it together with this girl who was like Miss Manhattan back in the day. Okay, she was this beauty queen type. And I she was I'd, a beauty queen. Yeah, I thought I'd really made it because I was dating this beauty queen. And then I, it ended on one of those relationships where it's like she left me like crying on the sidewalk, walking away. Like it was a horrible ending to a relationship. And so I was single all of a sudden, and then this happened. Okay. Okay. I'm, I was selling furniture at the Javits Center. Okay. Don't, not to brag, but I got well, up that's, and that's I- That's my part-time job, so yeah, it's all I mean, good, it's, baby. <laughs> you can't really beat that as a comic. Um, and I got up and I, I had to take a cab and a cell phone rang inside the cab. And you can hear this thing vibrating and ringing. And it was between the seats, so I shoved my hand down what there. What year are we I, in right now? This is about 03. Okay. Okay, so this is four, I, I've built four years of a relationship. I kind of know the city. I'm doing open mics still, okay? So I got six minutes on bathroom attendance or whatever. And They so need I'm to still, be talked about. Right? I'm still struggling, but I just don't have to do this day job. And I, I'm taking chances, because I'm like, I'm out of a relationship. Cell yeah. phone? Hell yeah, pick it yeah. up. No one's at the other end of the line, so I scroll through it, and I find mom, right? So I call mom. Okay. Everyone's got a mom they put in their cell phone. And this lady's tired voice answers the phone, and she goes, oh, that's my daughter's cell phone. I'm in Texas. You know, it's 6 in the morning in Texas at this time. Oh, okay. So let me give you my phone number so that you can call your daughter at her work and give her my number. I'll give her her phone. Okay, so mom's in Texas. 
Right. But the daughter lives in New York? Daughter lives in New York, right. Lives in New York. Okay. Right. So the daughter calls you. Right. The daughter calls me, and she sounds just this horrible valley voice, right? Just yes. terrible, screeching voice. I'm like, oh, boy. Valley voice, but she's a Texan. Right. Well, and then she, it, it, it gets further. She tells me she's black. She okay. tells she she's like, hey, I'm black. I, I well, got my phone. Which, Hi, I'm Charlie Gata. <laughs> I have your phone. I am a black person, a person of color. How are you? Okay. Well, we do that thing where it's like, well, I'll give you your phone. I'm going to be here tonight. And I'm going to this open mic down on Rector Street, which is, yeah. you know, it used to be. It doesn't even exist anymore. She goes, okay, I'll, I'll show up and get my phone. I said, how will I know who you are? She goes, I'm a big, tall black girl with dreadlocks. And I burst out laughing. So it doesn't sound like a big, tall black girl with dreadlocks. Let me just phone. say, this is getting more interesting. Yeah. Did the mom sound? Yeah. The mom sounded like, uh, I mean, this is difficult. It's early in the morning, and if you've talked to rural people, black or white, rural, is rural. sounds a lot yeah. alike. Okay, Country black, country white are pretty close to each other sometimes. Yes. Okay. So I couldn't You see tell. that racist? We're all the fucking same. <laughs> so relax your bullshit. Yeah, everybody sounds like crap at 6 a.m. Okay, nah, I accidentally look at Laker. I, I don't think you're racist. No, I'm not. I, 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 not, not. Not more than most people, anyway. <laughs> right. You, you. Now, th this might not sound important, but what kind of phone was it? Moto Razor, two thousand three. I'm thinking yeah, Moto Razor, two thousand three. Probably it was a flip, definitely. Um, yeah. I would say probably a Razor. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. I just, you know, from my mind, I need, I need yeah. to see the phone. No, I agree it was with definitely you. a flip. I think. Um, so, so then she goes, all right. Well, you know, I'll recognize you as this big, tall, black girl with dreadlocks. Yes. Sure. I think she's joking. But she's serious, so I, I stopped laughing. I, I automatically think, oh, that's very racist for me to think that. But I don't care. For laugh. How did, so, you, did you have to describe yourself? No, I said, I'll be on, I'll be on stage. You know, I'll be there. I'm, I look like a normal, I look like a five-foot-eight white guy <laughs> with no career. Yeah, but, but what if she walked in on someone else and then she right. was like, oh, that guy is... I think we were... We, I wasn't too concerned about Joe it. Joe Rogan was working out right, stuff yeah. at the mic? He's like, oh, look at this kung fu knowing motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, certainly <laughs> someone else could have approached her, but they wouldn't have had her cell phone. Right? Okay. So... I do my set. It's terrible, right? No one's listening. It's empty, this place. And it's right next to a strip club. I don't know if you know that the strip club used to exist on Rector Street, right near the R. And it was a pretty run-down strip club. And standing in the back is this tall black girl with dreadlocks. And I come off stage, and she goes, oh, you know, it's me. I can't even remember her name. And I said, I got your cell phone. So, okay, great. So I hand her her cell phone. And then she goes, let's get out of this place. This place is a dump. I'm like, all right, let's go. You know, let's go next door. Let's go to the strip club. She says, she suggests this. Okay. Wow. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, definitely. And now this girl, she's kind of a bigger girl, right? She's, she's at least, big. She's at least six feet tall. Six right? feet. I'm 5'8", maybe. Taller right? or bigger? Is she also thick? No, she's not that thick, but she's, 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 she's Wendy tall. Williams, okay? She's Wendy Williams, but maybe not quite with so big locks, in the chest. that's hot. Okay. Laker, I'm down with that. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm already, she's got a little nose piercing, right? So and she got dreadlocks. It's re, they're real she dreadlocks. Like, it's like one of the Williams sisters, which is yeah, me fucking hard right It now. doesn't take much, okay, to, to get, get me attracted. And I'm, I'm painting her maybe a little bit better than she is. But at the time, she looks perfect. Let me ask you me. this. As a Southern okay. boy, have you been with a black woman at that point? Not 100%. I'd been with black girls. Made I'd, out? Yeah, I'd, I'd made out. Finger pop? Sure. Sure, I'd even got chastised about it by my white friends. Sure, of course. Right? Like, I just wasn't raised that way. I'm yeah. like, yes, I wasn't raised that way. Once right. again, we discussed about? it before. North Carolina, right. God bless, it's a wonderful state, but uh, and a lot of Southerners don't count it as being real South. The name North is one of the reasons in towns like Charlotte, but it's still a lot of that old mm. crazy yeah. bullshit, man. A lot of racism, right. homophobia. Oh, yeah. Birth of NASCAR, all that yeah. stuff. All, all right? that shit. So we decided to go next door to the strip club. 
right? Because she's she's ready to go. That's and I'm thinking, woman. I'm actually thinking at this point, oh, she's she's gay. She's a lesbian. You think right? she's a lesbian? Yeah, because she's not giving me that vibe. She's giving me that, yeah, oh, whatever. I'm tough. I'll go next door to the strip club. It's cool. So we go in, and it, this is an embarrassing strip club. I mean, they're, they're dancing behind the bar where you can't really touch them. And nobody's dancing for college. Oh, like okay? that Madonna video? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not like that. that you know was what like, I'm talking that was about? The open your heart. O- to open me. your heart. Yeah. That uh, window shit. No. The old peep shows. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's not a strip club. It, it wasn't man. quite that. Okay. It was. They were behind the bar. Okay. So you couldn't. You could get a lap dance, but you couldn't touch them and give them money like right there at your table. Oh, that's so like L.A. Beach. shit. Yeah. That's yeah. So they could still sell liquor. Yeah. Right. So. I don't know. Some kind of zoning thing. Right. What back kind of in the bullshit day. is that? Zoning laws in the city. So. We're watching, and this is not hot. I mean, these are not young girls stripping for college. So these are all broads. Yeah, but they're definitely raising bail money at some point. Uh, you and could probably get sorted out at that place. Yeah, so. it looked like you could. that could happen, okay? And she wanted to go back into the back room with one of these girls. And oh I'm my thinking, God, that's crazy. This girl's obviously uh, gay, right? Yeah. But we don't do it, and we sit there for a little while. We drink. She's talking about the girls' bodies and stuff. And then she starts to, like, touch my leg. Okay, now I'm figuring so this girl's just adventurous. She's, she's straight, but she's adventurous. So, all right, let's get out of here. Let's go dancing. All right, let's go someplace where we could, you know, maybe get down a little bit. Let's go to Bob's. Bob's. On Ludlow. On Ludlow. Have you ever been to Bob's on Ludlow? I have not. That's where black Sounds guys. Sounds like I'm going there tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's where white girls go if they want to freak on black Jamaican dudes. Okay, uh-huh. and listen to dancehall reggae. It's just crowded, beer and wine only, and it's just a bunch of white chicks and a bunch of black dudes from the neighborhood, and that's just sort of the scene there. Okay, and if you walk up there as two white guys, they don't they don't really let you in. That's not what they're you about. You have someone. Okay, so I've got this black girl with dreadlocks. I figure let, let's go to Bob's. Let's enact a little white guy revenge. That's your right? Wonka ticket. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I got the golden ticket. Let me just say something real quick. I love a place that's just beer and wine forever. It's like we're packed. We don't need to fucking have Jack Daniels. Right. right. People are still coming here for Schlitz. So let's just let's just serve that and boxed wine and no one gives a fuck. So it, it's it gets a little hairy in Bob's. It's obviously packed. And she is after one drink, just a mess. Just a, like, you know, when you have someone you're like, hey, I wonder how they handle their liquor. Oh, God, no. And she's she's bumping. Yeah, she's, she's huge. Big. Yeah, she's <laughs> bumping into people. We're making out. At some point, she falls backwards over two tables full of drinks, like spills them. Doesn't give a shit. Just walks away. And then, how do you feel? Because you're the salt and the right. pepper shaker, and you're with this girl who's out of control. Is everyone looking at you? Are you in your head about that? Well, I knew some of the people at the club. You did know some. I play basketball at West 4th Street, or at least I used to. Okay. Okay, because that's one of my things I like to do in the city. Go somewhere where you don't know anybody, play a pickup game, and try to fit in. I find that okay. more shocking than you end up going to a, yeah. to a sex that's, party. That's <laughs> what I love to do. I go to West 4th okay. to just fucking hold court, yeah. son. Yeah. Well, Whoa, I don't God, hold, like I get embarrassed, court. okay, when I go to West 4th. I, everyone, <laughs> wants me on, yeah, everyone wants me on the, on the other team so they can embarrass me, and, you know, I'm like the professor, right? I'll pick you first, buddy. Right, so, so I... I Pick out guys that I knew from. The, oh my God! It's it's Omar and uh, the guy who wears the quarter in his ear. That guy's really Justin or something. Right? They'd yeah. see me. Oh oh my God! What this yeah. white kid's got this girl? They're giving me high fives. Like dude, she's out of control. Oh my God! So I got like let's get out of here. Okay, it's time to seal the deal with this chick. So we get into it, and then it's like okay, I've I can't. I got my period. Okay, whatever. To give you the excuse, she said she has a period. That's right. To give you the excuse around. You know, you're rounding third base. God, is that the okay. worst? You put all the work, you're, co- co- you're connecting, and then you get that, and it's like, w- w- ladies, God bless you. I get it. We've got to be humans, and we've got to hang out, and I mean, whatever happens naturally. <laughs> but we need to know, because you get worked up. 
Right. Like, nah. like what well, it should be, if you're like on a di- quasi date and the girl's on the period, you should kind of give the grace. It's almost like a mulligan. You should tell the dude, look, I'm on my period so we can have fun up to a point. So if you need right. 10 minutes to Men- go sort yourself prepared. out in the bathroom, you can't. I think that should be a thing. We go to the bathroom, you sort yourself out, and then you're calm the rest of the goddamn date. Just a thought right there. I don't understand why it's an issue. Like, well, they're not going to, she's not going to, you've never been scared of period blood. Yeah, but like, who ca- I mean, who cares? But she cares. She's not going yeah. to bang him because of that. Yeah, I'm on your page, Chris. I, yeah. I don't care. No, I'm, in, I I'm in it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sure at that point, you no guy can't, well, is it just like, the, it's a vanity thing for them? Yeah. 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 Uh, but it is. She does have a point. When you get down Not to the first it, time, should be yeah. bloody. Let's be fucking honest. It does fuck up the viscosity, right? Like, I mean, it, it doesn't really help with the discharge when there's blood in it. It gets a little thick, goopy. You got to have water involved. I'm just saying, physically, it doesn't really work. Welcome that to way. a scientific okay. episode of Lust for Life, <laughs> where it gets goopy with the water. We're, We're talking Lou. Biologist back. <laughs> That's outstanding. No, I'm just saying this. I've had period sex. Clearly, of course. Okay. But that's like in your relationship. Like, <laughs> I've also driven a car with dents in it, but I don't drive it off, <laughs> off the lot with dents right. in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like you should have the like, just like the. <laughs> so Charlie, okay. So, so we we table this, right? We go, okay. I mean, all right. I'm, I'll I'll punt. You know, I'll wait. You'll punt, that's right? A good... So she goes. She always right. back to football with the southern. Right. Yeah. So she goes. All right. Um. Look. I really want you to come to this party that we're going to have. It's called the PJs and BJs jump off. And you're like, so <laughs> speak to me more about this BJ you speak of. Yes. So she goes, well, if you wear pajamas to our party, very likely you get a blow job from me or one of my roommates. Okay. She has two female roommates. Jesus Christ. This is obviously bullshit, right? I'm like, this, uh, this, what are you talking about? But after about a week of back and forth, I, this girl's serious. Well, it doesn't matter what okay. she's serious or not. We're going. So you go home that night. Yeah, you punt, you go home. And now she tells you before you leave about PJs and yeah. PJs. And then now you're, she texts you the next day. It's on. On right? her. You better come tonight. Eric's PJs and Razor and or whatever it right, is. Yes. Right. So I happen to have my friend Shakif, who I grew up with from North Carolina. Yes. Okay. I used to play basketball with him at the Y. He happens to call me that evening. He's lived, moved to New York City about six months ago. He goes, oh. He lives up in like City College, 138th Street. She goes, hey, uh, you know, what are you doing tonight? I go, oh, man, you got to come with me. You got to come to the PJs and BJs party. Yeah. Okay. Come on over. My roommate is about your size. Put on something of his. I'm wearing a costume like I'm wearing pajamas that my ex-girlfriend left behind. Okay. I, and I've never been against that. Okay. I've now these that. are, let, me, let me just preface this. They're always comfortable. Right. They're fully silk, blue moon and cloud pajamas. Okay. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. Right. I look like a, some sort of a, a sleepaway pimp. Right. And I, I think, well, you know, Shakif will get a bathrobe and a pair of L.L. Bean pants and, you know, let, let's go. So he gets like this brown bathrobe of my roommates. A pair of red plaid, like plaid, like, you know, just like your shirt. I know you can't see. But he wears that to the party. We go, we get, you know, thing of champagne, because I'm thinking we got to increase our odds here. I got about a gram of Coke. My oh, friend I- isn't into Coke, but I am, so I'm kind of keeping on the down low. Like, I'm going to share this with a couple of people. At I think the party, I'm going with man. Charlie right. to a meeting and not you, Chris. I think we're going to N.A. now. So we show in up. Pajamas. It's in Brooklyn. In pajamas. Yeah. yeah. Can there be an N.A. party in pajamas where they give you blowjobs? More people go to N.A. So it's in Brooklyn, Park Slope somewhere. And, and we go down and we, I'm like, you know, we knock on the door. It's freezing. It must be 20 degrees. Yeah. It's the middle of January. 
I knock on the door. Girl opens the door. We walk in, and there's like eight thuggish guys sitting on a couch drinking 40s. So do you think you're going to get rolled? None of which are in their pajamas, okay? (laughs) Oh, man, this is great. Oh, man. You know, but I come in, champagne, pajamas. I brought a friend. He's in pajamas. question. At any moment before that moment, were you thinking this could be a shady situation? Even with this chick when she's like come out and she's... Dragging you you know, there's nothing stopping a guy at that point. Like you, they could you could tell the person that you there's an eighty like, percent chance. Know, but yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Or if you're just like being dragged, there's an eighty percent the chance you're going to get murdered tonight. And like right. you know what? There's still a twenty yeah. percent chance I get laid by this chick. Let's, let's go do this. Okay. I can fight myself out of this. <laughs> so we walk in, and it's clear like we are in the wrong place. Oh boy! I look around, and everyone's looking at me like, who the hell is this guy? Right? They have no clue that I'm here. They have no clue I know her. All right. The three girls who are throwing the party are all in pajamas, right? They're all wearing pajamas. And like, oh, wow. So it's a couple of hot chicks in pajamas and a bunch of just dudes sitting around drinking, right? Well, I come in and they loved us, you know, because we just own it. Like, yes, okay, we don't care. Hey, fellas, I'm shaking their hands. Like the dude from Can't Buy Me Love. They have no reaction to me. And after a while, it's pretty obvious that she's into me. All right. And I'm like, oh, this is on. Okay. Well, she's into it. She loves the fact that I did the champagne, the pajamas, whatever. I'm trying to get my friend hooked up, but he can't really. He's like, ah, look, it gets to be one in the morning. Why can't he? I don't know. Badass black dude. I'm not real down sure. South. Why, why? I would say the Usually women. confident. The women to men ratio at the party is Looked a little much. skewed. And here's a, here's a third wrinkle. Well, you have a, a, B, a BJ, PJ party. That's gonna, yeah. It's gonna be a, a every dude's gonna show up. And more dudes are gonna and show all, up. Like, yeah. Oh, girls, you can get you come, but you just gotta suck random dicks. Right. <laughs> but you know, come to the party. Just you just gotta wear pajamas and blow some people. So, right. Her third roommate <laughs> is apparently her third roommate is a lesbian. Okay. Oh, so, so that it takes one of them out. Holy right? shit! The numbers now are really. That's yeah, all messed up, right? And but there's all these lesbian chicks there, and they're oh, there are lesbian yeah, chicks. Oh, they're this into, is getting crazy. They're into each other. Right now, they're not doing it out in the open with well, that's us. What okay? lesbians tend to do, they kind of like. Yeah, other they like to they keep things a little bit private. So they're in a back room, okay. And of course, you know me. I open the door, and they're all like, "Get out!" Oh, sorry, but there's moaning. There's there's clothes off. There's things. How happening How big is his apartment? It sounds apartment, like it's a fucking right? suite. There's maybe <laughs> the Four Seasons that Donald Trump. Fucking there's had. maybe twenty people there and twenty people uh, in the back. You know, maybe ten. How many rooms? In the back room. There's three, four rooms, major. Okay? Four rooms. Four, four total rooms. Okay. And there's a great room. Right. There's a big room. So my, my, my friend gives up. He goes, look, I got to go, man. I got to, you know, I got to get back uptown. Uh, you know, it's not, all right, man, it's one in the morning. Look, go back to the apartment and ring the buzzer. My roommate's home, okay? He'll, he'll let you in, no problem. Get your stuff, get your clothes, you know, so you can go back to Harlem. Well, I stay at the party, right? Things happen, right? We don't need to get into too detailed of how things happen, but whoa, whoa, whoa. we close yes, the we deal. Do. Yes, okay. yes, we do. God damn it, Charlie, unless for life, we don't right. leave anything behind. All right, so, so she invites me into the back room. All right, and it's her room, and it's about the size of this table, okay? This is a room it's, with it's everyone teeny. in it? No, it's just her. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I try to get in the lesbian room. Right. But, uh, you know, the, the girl comes up and she goes, hey, you know, if you let me strap it on, and I'm like, no, I don't think, we're not into that, okay? I don't think, I'm not, I could watch. She goes, no, no, no. <laughs> You would watch them strap on and bang a dude? No, bang each other. Each other. But they did. They were not. Obviously, but, this is not a hustler uh, story. They were not into that at all. Yes. Okay. But they may have been into me. You know, I'm like, no, and that's not my thing. Okay. But we always convince ourselves that they're into us. Right. You do. 
I'm the one. This is, this is I'm your Excalibur. Mind. I'm the right. sword they're exactly. waiting for. When you're 26, you think this, and this yeah. is about how old I am. 26, fuck, I'm 35. I'd say. And yeah. so it, they leave. She wants to fuck me. Okay, let's do it. And this is this is the cell At phone the girl. Party. Yes. Yeah, the cell phone girl. We go into the bathroom. She just gets up on the sink, and I end up eating her out. Okay. All right. So she's pierced in the tongue, pierced on both nipples, and pierced at the clit. Yes. Okay. And so eating a girl out who's pierced at the clit is extremely easy, right? Like there's a button that you push and <laughs> you push it enough and it's over. Yes. Okay. So we come out of the bathroom. I think I've really done something great. I, apparently she thought, you know, when a guy goes down on you, they're therefore like something less and to be subjugated, right? Now she thinks she, she's got a bitch. Right. Yes. And I think, oh, I'm she's become powerful. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've given up. Conceded. That's why a lot of guys don't go power. down initially. It's true. Not me. I'll go right down there on the first date. So after that happens, it's clearly on. The roommate finds out. So the roommate wants to watch. Okay. We go into the back room. The girl keeps her shades on and her boots on. The roommate. No, the girl I'm with. Okay, the black girl. So she's dressed like she's an S1W with Public Enemy. Yeah. That's kind of fucking weird. (laughs) Kind of like that. Like she's a Black Panther? (laughs) (laughs) You're you're going down on Huey Newton? (laughs) Fear of a black pussy. That's it. Ooh. Um, Hey, put him on the board, baby. (laughs) Bow, bow. I just shot Laker with with an imaginary gun. And he took it like a man. So she comes in and she wants to, I'm I'm mid-fucking her, this girl. All right. And the roommate comes in and she sits on, you know, at the other end of the bed. And just watches this go down, all right? And I last like 60 seconds more. And, you know, I'll ask her if she wants to join in. She doesn't want any part of it. She walks away. Have you had a threesome up to that point in your life? I had never. No. Never. So this no, would never, have been a big is deal. For definitely a biggest. This the is biggest one of the craziest thing. things ever. So yeah, no one's ever watched you bang before. Never. never. Uncharted territory. Right? Right Uncharted. And I'm fully like, I'm trying to do my best Peter North, you know? Yeah, do you feel like you're in a porno? Do you, is I this do. a fantasy that you're it living is. out? It is. It is totally a fantasy I'm living out. And I feel like I want to go back. I might make this girl my girlfriend just so I could fuck her in front of other people. That's what I'm thinking. Like, wow. despite the fact that she's obviously got a screw loose. Right. Hey, I'm considering hey, this candidate. Okay, so that's how crazy we are, right. though. You would consider her to be a girlfriend. That's not girlfriend material. No, no. But in our crazy minds, right? That's more for you. You want people to watch you. Yeah, and it's not. It's not a real girlfriend. It's girlfriend material, so you can bang her more in crazy situations. Right. You really just want her to be a fuck buddy. Yeah. Or in case of emergency, break glass person. And you, right. emergencies every day. You have no interest but, in conversation. But you would be willing to become boyfriend of her because of the sex. That's how fucking wired weird we are. I That's would correct. say the only reason she's not girlfriend material is she won't fucking appear and she loses her cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great gal. Yeah, because then you got to keep, you, oh, you got to loan out your cell phone to her. You got to take her to, to Verizon store. And uh, yeah, and she won't bang you on her period. That's hilarious. Laker's a national treasure. <laughs> And if you don't love, and he looks right now with the, your beard is so kicking. Every time I look at you, I feel like you're a Civil War general. And I love it that you're talking like this. That's what I fucking love about you. <laughs> Amongst many things. All right, back to you, Charlie. Charlie, we go on side routes. Okay, this no, fucking it's fine. happens, Charlie. I love it. I know you're very prepared. You're fucking hitting us with this goddamn thing. But we got to fucking zing zing a little bit. All right, I hear go you, on. man. Um, so we do it a couple times, all right, because cocaine will make you do that, right? And oh, so you did do it. Did oh, she do yeah, it with you? Yeah, a little couple bumps in the bathroom before I ate her out. You know, that's how you, hey, that's hey, how you loosen coke, up, right? Sure. <laughs> that's how I did it at 26. I had my whole, like, fun little party bag ready, right? 
I had lube. I had uh, condoms. I was ready to go, fully prepared. Yes. Right? I mean, I'm a kid of the 80s. I, in, in my estimation, if you do too much coke, you're going to die like Len Bias. And if you don't have use a condom, you're going to get AIDS. Like, that's what I was, I was raised with those two truths. Well, I'm glad you have that. <laughs> raised right. Right. Yes. Exactly. Thank so, you, Lenny, for dying and ruining the Celtics for 30 years, but teaching us not to do too much coke. It's true. Um, so that, all that happens and get down to the, oh, my God, I don't want to be her girl, her boyfriend situation. It's 6 a.m. now right, in her teeny apartment. And, and you're laying next to her? Yeah, I'm laying next to her going, I don't want to. She goes, you know what? You should leave. Before I can say, I think I should leave, she goes, you should leave. I kind of like when the girl throws you out. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. But keep in mind, I came She's in pajamas. Okay. Yeah, that's girlfriend material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm there in blue silk pajamas. Oh, so you're about to do a male walk of shame. Oh, fully. Like, I'm walking through Park awesome. Slope at 6.30 in the morning looking for a cab. Because I'm not taking the subway. It's 20 degrees outside. Yes. So I run to a gas station. And I think the guy thought I was robbing him because I ran up as he's filling gas. Or you know, as he's getting the gas filled up and scraping down the windshield. I just jump into his back seat. And uh, I got to go to Hell's Kitchen. I got to go back to... Yeah. Okay, good. We got, we got well, I don't think they think that someone in a Hello Kitty yes. right. uh, <laughs> pajamas is about to rob them, but maybe other things that are weird. Yes. So I get back to, I you know, take the cab back and, and I get back to uh, the apartment and uh, five minutes later, uh, there's a buzz on the, on the buzzer. And I open it up and my friend Shakif is still standing in my roommate's brown bathrobe and his, you know, L.L. Bean pants that he used to wear. And... I go, what happened, man? You left the party like seven hours ago. Why aren't you home yet? He goes, dude, I don't have my money. I don't have any clothes. I'm a six foot four black dude in a bathrobe on the West Side Highway trying to get a cab. You think anybody picked me up? Oh, man, that poor dude. It was. It was horrible. I felt terrible. Yeah, but this is the, 10 years ago when yeah. it was really hard to get a cab when you're a black dude. And you would, you would just it's not. It's still not easy. I've watched that happen. Yeah. I mean, that isn't bullshit. Especially still. at 2 a.m., Wearing a bathrobe. Yes. Right. I mean, he looked insane. So he did not get a cab, and he spent the whole night going from store to store in Hell's Kitchen trying to stay warm until he finally came to my door because he kept buzzing. My roommate was out. He wasn't around. Mm. Jesus Christ. So it was a great night for me, and no. then I felt terrible for, for my friend who did not get laid, got completely racial profiled, and froze his ass off in Hell's Kitchen for like seven hours at so, night. So you had to buy him supper yeah, for the we, next like Yeah, I then like took him out for uh, a whole string of parties attempting to get him late. Well, that's wonderful. It's really weird uh, the uh, smaller white guy has to play wingman to try and get right. a, a tall black dude. Every situation is different, right? I mean, It, it, you know, it is, but I'm, I'm obviously what she was into. Yeah, but I'm saying I've rarely met a tall, was he an athlete? Yeah. A tall black guy who was an athlete who didn't walk into every room dick first and confident. I mean, it's just a rarity. Well, picture. You can say I'm stereotyping, but uh, it's right. not a horrible stereotype. Yeah. A oh, you one. have it's a good one. high self-esteem <laughs> when it comes to chasing skirt. Oh, late. whoopsie. Yeah, How I dare you, it. sir? I couldn't believe that he had not come up, you know, with some sort of something by the end of the night. But what are you going to do? You know, I obviously wasn't going to give up my night of free pussy just to take care of my friend. Yes. You, you ever hear or see this chick again? Okay, so of course I wanted to do this again, right? right? I'm not letting go of this, right? And so we invited her over to my place, okay? And I play the whole thing wrong. I, I should have been having whips and chains. It's too tame, Ready, right? like we're, we're ready to go. I'm like a pussy. You I'm like, oh, watch I, the got, Sopranos? I, got, I got whipped cream and strawberries. You huh? said that? Yes, that's what I say. And I'm like, what the fuck 
Am I? Because now you also think that she can't ever have conventional sex, right? right. Well, I think you she's just into think she's whatever. Stone cold lunatic. Yeah. All right, now, I, but I'm underestimating. You know, I'm underestimating. Cream and strawberries. That's not stone. That's like what you do with your girlfriend. Again, that's not hot. You know, hook up just randomly sex. She shows up at my door with one of the Nigerian guys who sells fake bags on my street. Oh, wait a minute. Okay? All right. She wanders down the street drunk and shows up at my door with this guy. Right? It's like, who is is this guy? Oh, this is John Locke. Uh, I just met him on 52nd Street. Uh, Maybe he wants to come in. So she would just pick up strangers. Well, that is with. how they met. Yeah, that, 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 that's. I see. Says the blind man right now. I'm right. figuring this shit out here. Yeah. So her mo was showing. Right. Did, did he have all the bags with him? Yeah. No, but I noticed <laughs> him so from the street. I you, noticed you him. I knew who this guy was. Yeah. I go. You sell fake Louis Vuittons on 53rd and 9th. Just put those knockoffs on the couch right. and, yes. and take your pants off. Exactly. I did exactly. It first. That's what was happening. That's what she expected. To, and he do. was like, "Hey, it's on." Maybe and she I'm thought like, she'd get a free purse if that happened. And I go, mostly because it's my apartment and my roommate's apartment. I go, you know what? We're no, no. Let's let's bring you in. And sorry, Jean Locke, but you have to stay outside. I you can't. bring in your roommate. No, I, I bring in this girl. Right, my roommate is not a, around, but I don't want to bring in two random people that I don't know from the okay. street. Okay, into a, a house that's only half mine. Right, so I I refuse Makes this sense. guy entry. Yes. Right, and you still have her in your head as someone from the street. Well, she's I, not. She still hasn't made it to like real person friend <laughs> status because she's yeah. a random person who just fucks you. You wouldn't lend her your car. Okay, wow. it's one of those type of people. Like you're not dependable at all. So she comes in and everything's hot, right? But she wants to get dirty. Okay, I mean really dirty. Like, well, like what do you mean okay. dirty? Strangle me with my dreadlocks. Okay, hit me. Benji right, just made can... a very interesting face to that, to the dreadlock ch- choke with her own dreadlocks. Her own. They're very long, down to her butt. So you can wrap them around her neck and actually strangle her it'd be great if she wanted him to grow dreadlocks that's what i thought <laughs> i'll wait here three months right. when when you finally grow them choke the shit out of me <laughs> so that would be devotion yeah. to filth <laughs> so she wants me to do that okay i'm okay with that and then she wants she me to you she no she doesn't hit me she wants me to slap her which i'm okay with a little spanking right but i had not quite had a relationship where you actually hit someone Okay, and she wants me, so she says, "All right, come on, slap no in the face." So I give her like a good, like a good slap yeah. in the face. Come on, you fucking pussy, hit Never me. Never enough. She says, "Hit, wait, hit like close. You want me to hit you? Yeah, yeah. It's my first interracial sex. I don't think it should begin with me beating you up at the end of it. Just, so, just white southern say. guilt's about to come out. <laughs> yes. Right. So at the end, I mean, it was just. The dirtiest, you know, everything, put it in my ass, come on me, oh, you dirty slut. Okay, now we're done, right? And then I let her stay the night, and everything was good until she spilled red wine on my fucking mattress, like yes. on my bedspread. Because she's that out of control drinking. That was, of that was really the end the of it. The foam mattress. Right. Yes. You can't spill the red wine on exactly. it. Exactly. That's what you need. We, did not, we did not have one of those. <laughs> I think my bed was on wheels, and we scooted it across the floor several times, uh-huh. okay? Because she was a bigger girl. And... That was the end. That, after that, I was like, you spilled wine on my new comforter. It's over. I don't care that you tried to pick up a dude from the street. I don't care that you want me to put it in your ass and want me to punch you. You spilled wine on no. my comforter. Dude, if it, that's all that got on your comforter after anal, <laughs> you are a lucky man. You are really. lucky. Charlie, all that other stuff did matter. You were okay with the period blood. All that <laughs> stuff. Was. All that stuff was mounting a case in your head. Your spider senses are finally getting... Going off. It was the point. tipping point. 
No, but but that's the excuse you used. Yeah. Right. You didn't want to be in your mind not an alpha man. Like like a lot of dudes, if you said all that shit to, if you were like, the second time I had sex with her, she wanted me to do anal, she wanted me to choke her, filthy, bring in another dude. You would have buddies um, who say, what are you, pussy? Just keep banging her. And so you would, if you broke it off because of that, you would feel like less of a man. The wine being spilt is, no, man, she's just out of control. I can't yeah. trust a girl like that in that exactly. house. I don't have much. I've worked hard my four years here. Right. But all that other <laughs> shit was mounting a case to you, telling you that she's crazy. Not you know, unlike that situation yeah. that I was talking about earlier with Laker, I noticed this girl was crazy, and then it took one thing, and I'm like, I need to stay the fuck away from her. Yeah. She's probably going to kill me. But you mount a case, and you figure the shit out. And that was your excuse. And I've done it with girlfriends and shit like that. I knew something wasn't going to work out with this one broad, and then it was a stupid, why, do you, why did you wash your hands? What? No, you're out. Fuck this. <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. She spilt the wine, Jerry. Yeah. She scooped the peas. Yeah, but, she but scooped them. There's something deeper going right. on than the wine you're saying spill. Even if you don't know you're building the case. Yes. Or check marks in your brain. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And then last thing, yeah. the straw that broke the camel's back. If she oh. doesn't spill the wine, but she does something else, like she... It'll be that. Yeah. Uh, she used all the toilet paper or something. Oh, I can't trust a dirty bitch like that. That's what makes <laughs> her think she's a dirty bitch, not the... Uh, the fist in her Yeah, that was, I was okay earlier. with that. Yeah. I was fine with all of that because that's natural. But spill the wine. It wasn't that she spilled the wine, so she didn't give a shit. Yeah, but she didn't give a shit about anything. And that was the last exclamation point where you realize if you keep going with her, where's it going to end up? Yeah. She's going to She's going to want to, sh- all right, you have a gun, I have a gun. We'll shoot each other while we insert. <laughs> right before you come, shoot the bullet. Like, Where's it going to go? She isn't girlfriend material. No, my uh, toilet was going to have to be used way too much during sex. And yes. that's just, you know, yes. not you, where I want to go. That You knew this is a fantasy you're living out, but you knew it had to end, and that was its yeah. shelf and, life. And, right and the wine then, was yeah. the end of it. That and, was the shelf life. And who knows what that comforter would look like today. If, oh. if that kept going on. Hey, ketchup, hot sauce, soda. You know, I mean, come on. No respect for a comforter. <laughs> you need the respect to I mean, sure comforter. you could go out and get a duvet cover. Sure. Are you kidding me? That thing was probably looking like a fucking Jackson Pollock painting by the time they were done with it. Um, let me ask you. So you kick her out? You say you got to leave? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she leaves the next day. Very, very typical, right? Like I'm leaving. And, and then I'm, I'm thinking this is like, this is too much. She's obviously insane. That was great. That was fun. But I think it has to end because it just, she's just crazy. Okay. And you can just tell. And at, around that time, I met the girl that I'm with now yes. and was like, hey, this girl's pretty fun. And she's kind of crazy too. Maybe not as crazy off the chain as this girl, but I think maybe we'll go towards this less crazy chick. Okay. Good for you. You've been together about a decade then. Almost a decade, yeah. And she's a good girl. That's yeah. wonderful. Now, Bench. Do you think uh, you said the girl you're with right now is a little crazy also? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's a bit crazy. Do you think that coming off an even crazier girl maybe opened your mind and allowed you to be okay with someone who's a little off kilter? Well, that act, this actually bled into my next relationship because mm-hmm. then after a year or so, I'm like, hey, you know what I like? Group sex. And she goes, okay, that's definitely off the table. All okay. right, there's no way anybody's touching you or touching me, so take that away. What if we had sex in front of a group? Okay, now the wheels are turning. So we actually went to a couple of, we've been to a couple of different sex clubs. This is crazy because I know okay. the girl too. It's weird yeah, you when know. your buddies, couples, and now you, you know what their, their life is. Oh, She'll admit weird. it. She knows it. And we went to a couple of sex clubs. They were embarrassingly, 
they were just embarrassing. It was embarrassing to be there, but we powered through. She was a good girl. I, you know, we, we let it happen and never again shall we uh, fly that close to the sun. Cold turkey. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been to a, a sex club. Uh, I went back in my never getting laid days. I just figured you go there and you're just going to get laid. I think I probably had sex like twice in my life. I was like 21 and I'm like, oh, this is, this, I'm going to go there and this is going to be heaven, right? So I, I talked to my one buddy who I think would be cool with this. And he goes, all right, bro, th- those places are exciting. They're like secret societies. I still remember this quote to the day. <laughs> secret society. So now even in our heads, it's almost comical. Like you're going to walk in and everyone's dressed like a druid or like they're in a shitty Kubrick movie. And uh, it was awful. It was utterly disgusting fat dudes, old middle-aged women, and one hot Spanish girl who was banging this one dude. And she wouldn't even let him bang her naturally. He had like uh, a toy. So this hot chick isn't even letting real flesh in her. And every guy's just looking at each other going... Yeah, we had that same pipe dream, didn't we? <laughs> we were gonna come here and nothing happened. And it will sober you up. It's those things sound exciting. Yeah. It was and we didn't know the rules or anything. There were all sorts of rules that they, they go on and we didn't know them. And so I'm I'm Did you break any rules? We did. Uh, we Ooh. did I'll I'll go into this. We started fucking because I said, Hey, this is we're obviously exhibitionists, okay? Let's fuck and <laughs> let's get out of here. All right. So we went into a room where people can watch you, okay? But we don't understand that the rules of the sex club are if you leave the chain unhinged at the room, that means you want somebody to come in and join you. Oh, so someone comes, uh-oh. So I didn't know So this, this. is like the Royal Rumble. Every yeah, two minutes, exactly. someone's coming in Who does the Barber Beefcake comes in, it hits me with a chair, and I'm out. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't know this, and I am, I'm getting a blowjob from her. All right. Other people are watching. There's another couple that's getting it on. And we think, oh, this is safe. This is good. Everything's fine. Right. Everything's fine. This guy comes up, comes into the room. And I don't know if you've ever seen something happening and been powerless to stop it. Sure. You're trying to move. I was like Curious George when he goes to space. Right. And like you're trying to reach for the lever, but you're moving too slowly. And the guy comes in and gives her the full like, you know, dirty pap schmear. Just right up, the, and she flips out. Ah, I, I wouldn't think it'd be a clean pap smear in the middle of a sex club. I didn't think that this guy was actually a doctor, but thank right. you for clarifying, so, Charlie. And we have a code. We had an agreement beforehand. I said, look, if anything gets out of hand, anytime you want to leave, you yell Rumpelstiltskin. Okay? That's your safe word? That's the code word. Rumpelstiltskin. You say Rumpelstiltskin, we're out of there. Okay? So he, after does that, she, Rumpelstiltskin, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, and I'm I'm half hard. I mean, I've gotten this battle has been fought over this relationship for like eight months. I've convinced her we're there. I'm naked. We're getting a blowjob. Oh my God! Now she's yelling Rumpelstiltskin. No, not now. I convince her that everything is fine. That no one else is going to come in and touch her. Okay, I don't know how. I think she might have blacked out, but I don't know how. But we got it done. Okay, and then we left, and it's still something we laugh about and we talk about, and we think it's funny. And whenever we need some kind of like sexual charge, we think about that. And we, you know, but I still have never been able to get her back into that situation. Right. I wouldn't think so, especially with the safe world word Rumple Stillskin. <laughs> yeah. In Those that case, Rumple Foreskin. Let's be quite <laughs> honest about that. Um, wow. So let me ask you this, and we're gonna wrap up here. Um, no regrets with the tryst. None. With the lady at the cell phone. If you put a condom on it, you can do whatever the fuck you want to in this world. But do you think it's, uh, it's interesting. I think people could interpret this as just a random sex story, but I, I almost feel like this was an awakening to you where you realized you weren't 
conventional in bed, which is nothing wrong with it. I think society wants to tell people that you should just have missionary sex with the one you love and blah, blah, blah. And if you do anything else, you're deviant and you're a mess. Um, It almost seems like it gave you an awakening and you're a little more in tune with who you really are since then. Yeah, I I think you're right. And I also made the decision that I couldn't continue to just be single and continue to do this crazy sex life. I need to get somebody who appreciates this so we can do it together. So I'm not out there just banging whoever the hell, you know, I find in a cell phone. Before <laughs> before the cell phone shake, really nothing too kinky or experimental yeah, I'd have before to say, that? Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Your basic, uh, you know, cookie cutter stuff. But I definitely think she did open my eyes to How something. How about, that I, did you ever fantasize or watch porn of crazy stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. knew what really was got got. You, know, you knew that I knew what I wanted, and I knew that if I'd put that on the table, it was not going was to be. Going to. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. So I needed to find a girl who might actually appreciate me putting that on the table. Wow, literally. And I mean, they've been together about a decade. Wow. So he came in grips with what was going on inside his head and the groins and whatever, and was able to convey it to his girl, and she understood it. And they've gone through some things together, but look at how tight they are. Right. And you guys have been together pretty nonstop, right? Oh, nonstop, man. Never nine, a breakup? Nine years, no nine breakups. Nine years, no fucking breakup. No marriages. Is that a, is that a done purpose? You're not looking to get married? Yeah, I don't just... think that there's any reason for that. You know? I got this, I, got, well, I got this wonderful relationship between me and this person, right? Yes. Who should I invite in? The government? The church? How about neither? Both of those have to come in when you get married. Not have to, but at you least the government's involved. Church, right? Be a government. And now, are, are you scared? Like, if something happens to you and she doesn't get something, like if you die or something? Or I told my, I told my family, you know, hey, if I something happens to me, she gets my share. Okay. And your family's cool with it. They're cool with it. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Hmm. It's kind of, kids. It's very interesting. Kids? No, kids are not. Not on the table. Kids are not. We might adopt somebody later, in, in when I make some money, but okay. no, nah, kids probably not going to be in the future. I think it's very interesting. This started with a very deviant thing. Well, it started with a good deed, returning a phone. Right. <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. Yes. Then it ends up <laughs> a very raunchy story. But I almost feel like it's come full circle to a man actually finding happiness and coming right. to grips with, I don't want to say demons, but I think crazy sex and voyeurism, bit of a demon. It's not a, It wouldn't be an angel if it manifested in something. A very good story. Very well, I, I like this. Full circle here. Laker, anything else? And I want to do a quick aside with Laker because you brought up something uh, very interesting. And I, want, I think Laker and I have a similar story to talk about on that. Any, any, any thoughts? I would just say, that I, think, yeah, I think it's a great story. I, I, I think marriage is, is pointless too. I just, if there is kids listening, I, do, I, I think one thing Charlie said was a little bit irresponsible. You don't need to reuse a condom, kids. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't want anybody to miss out on any enjoyment in life. You don't really, if you're a straight kid, you're pretty fucked, and there's no scabs on your dick, you're pretty safe. Yeah, but what about, what about the scabs? Her? What? What about the scabs? Well, d- d- well, don't pick at them. If they're closed <laughs> up, you're still fine. If you're gay, if you're gay, it's a little dicier, you know, there's more blood involved and shit. You gotta do, watch out. Oh, so I wasn't sending you these pictures. All right, so about a year right. and a half, two years ago, I came, uh, I realized to... St- <sighs> need to stop having unprotected sex. I used to... I used oh, is to, this to your side? Because we both said... You, you, yeah, okay. No, this ahead. is a different story, but okay. I want to segue into this as well, and then we're going to wrap up Because I went to a clinic too, but, uh, you know. I, um, I banged this girl without a rubber because I used to have trouble 
um, maintaining an erection with a with a uh, condom. And God, it only takes a little bit of convincing. No, but I'm pretty sure I'm clean. Okay. And then they shake their head, and then then it makes you realize if it's that easy for you, right. who you know you're a dirtbag, to convince, then she must be banging other dirtbags without rubbers. And I got a uh, like a infection or a skin infection. I'm not gonna lie, but you don't know what it is. I went on the road two, three days later. I am laid over in Detroit on my way to Austin, and I have like spots above my cock, and I'm freaking the fuck out. And I'm taking pictures in the airport of Detroit. I realize that my door is not locked, and someone could walk in, and they think I'm like Brett Favre, and I'm taking pictures of my right. cock and shit. And I'm sending them to our good friend Chris Stefano, who's like a physical therapist slash doctor. He does not need pictures of one of his best friends prick during the day, but he's a good friend going, no, you got nothing, you got nothing. It gets worse. I end up getting these spots like in my armpit, and I end up getting a couple on my cock and having to go, and I was petrified. And I was scared I had syphilis. I ended up getting tested, I'm fine, I got antibiotics. But after that, and I'm not overtly religious, I said a prayer going, if I get through this without an STD, I will never bang without a rubber again. Which, if that's the one time you're gonna pray to God or Jesus, whoever you believe in, yeah. really, is that that's what you're gonna you pray get for? STDs from God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By you know only what? Praying. This is Ron Jeremy says uh, said it's hilarious. Like on a on a porn set, you'll see guys praying. This is before Viagra became big in Seattle. Guys praying for a hard on. If that's what you're praying for, you've right. got issues. And uh, so be, since then, I I, I don't. I, I always have a, a pack of condoms in my back pocket at all times because mm. you never fucking know. What's out there? And I'm petrified. And I remember talking to my stepdad, who listens to the show, and him giving me like a, like a speech, like, what the fuck's the matter with you? You have to protect yourself. You can put a little plastic on your cock. It's still fun. And uh, I said, God bless you. Keep, man. Because since then, I, I, I know it, man. It, and there's a real rebellion outlaw sense to gambling with your dick. With like, who cares, man? Who cares? Well, I've tried to explain this to someone. We're more scared about pregnancy than diseases. Honestly, yeah, that's, that's what people are more scared of, and yeah. it's still wrong. I would hate to get herpes. But, Holy shit, man. And, and you get random things on your dick. Pete Davidson, I overheard him talking about this the other day, which is weird because he's like 19. He's like, you know, you get random things on your dick, and you get random. I get like a bump on my elbow. You don't fucking think you have like elbow AIDS. Right, but you get like your a dick. Yeah. yeah, you get like a little zit on your dick. It's like, oh, my God. I'm calling my one buddy who I know has herpes. I fucking call Chris. It's fucking unbelievable. Joe, Joe List. Well, I don't want to drop his name. Joe List is your friend with herpes. Well, I mean, he is out with that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't want to name drop like that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sometimes I'll call him and go, hey, bat signal's out, bro. Give me a yell back. But I mean, I, I don't know. I, I had some shit show up. You know, it's not, it's. You can't Google image it because then, you know, you, you just if you Google image dick sore, <laughs> you're gonna get the it, worst. It gets it gets terrible, and then it's just yeah, that's that. probably nothing. But my my chick made me go to the clinic. It's to a the good thing to do, man. She's like, you got so, you know, and then they, uh, I don't know, the lady, she was. She was nice. She was from whatever country, like a medical degree there equals looking at my dick in a free clinic here. Is, uh, <laughs> she's like, put some cortisone cream on it. Get out of here. Go to Target. Get yourself some dick cream. That's uh, that, that. Then it was fine. You got you got to do it, man. I mean, it's I, I, 
Look at this. This became like the early 90s. Kids right. wear condoms. I mean, yeah. it's like you, you could use them. I'm not saying, I just think you don't need to. Well, you're in a relationship. When you're in a relationship, everyone no, gets you, tested. No, no, I don't get tested. I hate when it's always that's the problem. Young chicks, the the closer they are to like health class, the more they're like, oh, we got to get tested and use condoms and shit like that. They still got that fucking stuff scared into them. It's if you're gonna get an STD, if you get hurt, the worst you can get is well, you're not gonna get AIDS. Come on, what? you might it get could. herpes. You're not gonna. It's you know how hard it is for a straight dude to get AIDS, like from like it is intercourse. It's like really difficult. You can get herpes, and that's a son of a bitch, but. I don't know. It's, it, you know, I think you end up getting it eventually, no matter what you do. <laughs> oh I don't my think, god! I don't think condoms stop herpes anyway. Am I right? No, I believe they do. Oh, they do. Now you're gonna scare the shit out I of me. Know. <laughs> I'm I a don't fucking hypochondriac. I think if there's a, this I think if there's like a flare up, you you are done. I think that's you know. I, but I'm not sure about that. See, that's why you got to look. Now I'm going to go look at my penis. <laughs> yeah. For two hours in the bathroom and stand up. Like if a I jeweler. See, if like I see anything, <laughs> if I see any little thing, <laughs> I'm going to fucking freak the fuck out. I'll go straight to the clinic. I say, God damn you, Laker. Condom, I can't handle this today. Condoms and weed. I'm like, I, I don't have them on me. If you got it, fine. If you got it, you know what I mean? Fine. It's ladies' choice, condoms. It's a ladies' choice. I'm going to end on that. I wanted to bring up uh, choking because mm. Charlie brought it up in Laker and I think I've been with the, the same girl we won't use her name who's into to the uh, choking and the smacking shit and I want to describe how weird that is we'll save that for next time Lakers Ooh. here um, Charlie you're outstanding please plug away whatever you thank want thank you yeah hey I'll be I have uh, to go look at my penis in the fucking bathroom <laughs> thanks Laker you cocksucker you're such hey. a you hypocrite you're fine you look fantastic. I'm going to whip it out in here now, and you're going to fucking analyze I mean, you've it. Lost, no homo. You've lost a lot of weight. I have lost weight, and everyone thinks there's something wrong with me over that shit. I probably got fucking herpy AIDS because of that AIDS. dirty, broad, two fucking... Oh, shit. <laughs> Go on, Charlie. It's your fucking show now. Oh, I'm man. Fucking, I'll be dead next fucking week from the fucking HIV. God damn this. I'm going straight to the clinic in Chelsea. Once. Because it's all gay dudes who had to live through this shit, and they can tell you exactly what the fuck you have. I don't go to any other clinic. I go to Chelsea. That's right. You I need trust support. those guys. You need support, man. You God. need support. If you die, make all make sure all your Twitter followers follow me at Equips by Charlie, and uh, check me out on the 23rd. I'm at Beauty Bar in New York Comedy Club. God bless. Benji, please. The best of BS on Twitter. Hit me up with anything. Retweet to ones you like. I got to tweet more. But uh, Stand Up New York Labs, Stand Up New York comedy club. You'll be live tweeting my funeral. I will be. With dick pics, we'll have on Instagram that shit. <laughs> Make him look nice. Photoshop the, <laughs> the sores out. <laughs> Check out all of our podcasts. We get a special promo code LUST. This was a lustful episode. This right was very here. lustful. <laughs> uh, half off tickets to all our shows. Check out our podcast, our, our YouTube channel, our live shows here. We're doing good shit. Jump on board yeah, and, and be safe. My dude, thank you. Lake Show. <laughs> at Chris Laker on Twitter. Harbinger and, of dick death. Right. And uh, everyone can suck my dick.com. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm here at Stan New York sometimes. Woo. You know. And uh, there's a, that one episode of a podcast. We're, do, we're getting that uh, back. We're, getting, we're doing more? We're doing more, baby. Yeah, so there'll be more of that. that so the, the, week. Week with, the week with Chris Laker. Great. It's a panel show with uh, comics. It's very funny. It was very funny. Very, 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 at Mad Dog Matter, Mad Dog Matter on Facebook. Um, spread the word. Make sure everyone knows that what we're doing here is legit. Um, February 18th, first live podcast, birthday show. Bring gifts. 
Come on. Yes. No <laughs> peanut butter. Remember that shit. We don't fuck with that. Make sure if you cook something, no peanuts in that shit. Um, February 18th, 8 p.m., we're going to have a couple panelists and guests from the past and uh, Savage Animal, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito will be performing warm-up before that. We might, we're also talking about some other special guests in that. So coming by Tuesday, February 18th, 8 p.m., upstairs at the labs. Um, this is going to be what it is, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. I hope to see you all up here. Um, mad love in the booth to Super Tramp. Mad love to Donnie, to John, to Gabe, to Cousin Nick for the artwork, Timothy Styles for the music, uh, Uncle Billy holding it down back in Vegas, my stepdad Keith for encouraging me to wear rubbers, and <laughs> to everyone else. Um, look, man, my throat's, it's probably the AIDS, man. I probably got it. You're a right motherfucker. I'm going straight to the bathroom. Um, until next time, we're all worth a million 